even if you don't uh, go home with a family as well, there's always plenty of stuff to do in in the holiday periods, which is what we'll get into now, uh, things to, to do and see while you're over there. The, the good thing about being international is, is you make a lot of friends, so um, if needs be, you can end up heading home with them. Definitely make friends with, with Americans while you're over there, which I'm sure you all will, uh, and really sort of get into the 4th of July with, with all the Americans. Welcome everyone to another episode of the NSR podcast. We're almost 20 episodes in now, which is which is pretty awesome. Uh, a few months ago, I didn't even know what a podcast was, and now we're we're doing one uh, every week. So hopefully, everyone is is getting a lot of value from the the podcast. We absolutely love doing them. Uh, they really relate to to everyone on the program, not just a, a few people in in different age groups or different sports. Every episode is is for every student athlete on the program. So if you're on the program, then you know, the, the information is is definitely for you. Uh, now this week we're going to be talking about something pretty exciting. Uh, Harrison Burgess will be in the studio uh, with me, and we're going to be talking about things you can do and see while you're in the United States. So we'll share some of our experiences, you know, during our four years in the states, and some of the things we did during the holiday periods. Um, we'll talk about where you can go, where you can stay because uh, there are lots of different holidays and events going on throughout the year uh, that you should really get involved in. Um, so as I said, we'll share some of our experiences and talk about some of the things that you, you really need to do and see while you're over there because the four years will be will be up before you know it. So Harrison, welcome welcome back into the, the studio, dude. Good to be back, mate. Good to be back. <laughs> I know it is. Uh, so as I mentioned, we'll be talking about Things to do and see while you're in the, the United States. And both of us, obviously, even though we went to the, the same school, we did very different things over um, over the four years. Well, we went to the same school for the first two years anyway. Uh, but during Christmas breaks, Thanksgiving breaks, we, we did sort of different things. So, uh, But before we get into the, the, the cooler things, uh, I guess we should talk about the housing situation and what you can do over Christmas breaks, summer breaks, winter breaks, Thanksgiving. Um, because obviously there are... A lot of athletes that we have that that go and stay places during these breaks. Some stay on campus, like for example, using using myself over my second summer, I stayed on campus um, to take to take summer classes. But if you just want to break down sort of costs, you know, does does it cost to, to stay on campus over those periods? Is it is it an extra cost? Is there meal plans? Um, but but if you just want to cover that quickly. Yeah, so every it's it's sort of there's no sort of one answer. It's one size fits all answer for 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 these sort of question. Uh, every school, every campus is going to be a little bit different. For example, um, when I was at Iowa Central, uh, I could stay over Thanksgiving break. Not that I ever did, um, but I could stay over Thanksgiving break and it wouldn't cost me anything. But if I was to stay over the winter, um, or, or if I was to stay in the summer, I'd have to pay extra costs. Uh, but spring break and Thanksgiving break, I, I didn't have to pay any extra or anything like that. There was never any meal plan in place. So you had to sort your own food out just because the campus closes down essentially. Um, but yeah, every school is different. Other, other schools, like for example, there's a, there's a couple of schools I know of in Colorado that if, if you uh, do choose to stay on campus over, over 
Thanksgiving break or Christmas break or anything like that. Um, the, the, there is the, or spring break, there is a cost involved. Um, yeah, so it's 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 sort of when when looking at colleges, those, those are sort of things you may, questions you may want to ask up front uh, before you head over. So, uh, like whether they have uh, places for you to go. But the, the good thing about being international is is you make a lot of friends. So um, if needs be, you can end up heading home with them. Yep. So you can definitely stay on campus over over breaks. Um, there will be additional costs. Obviously, uh, it depends on. Depends on the school you're going to. Now, during summer breaks, if you're taking summer classes, there'll be meal plans uh, available as well. Uh, over winter and Thanksgiving, uh, usually the cafeteria will be shut down and you'll have to, to buy your own food. So, uh, But a lot of the time, as Harrison said, international kids will have somewhere to go or a family to stay with over these uh, particular breaks. Uh, some stay the whole time with these families. Some stay for a few days and then come back to campus. Um, I personally stayed with with a family every Christmas, every Thanksgiving, every Easter for for all four years. Uh, sometimes I wouldn't stay the the entire time with them, and I would come back to to campus. And you know, for however long I stayed on campus, I would I would have to pay for. Um, yeah, so I guess I was the same. Like I went home with, <clears throat> with the same family. Uh, almost every year for Thanksgiving. Shout out to the Glasgow's if they're listening. Um, but uh, they they took me in. But basically, I mean, within my first week of being on campus, I was invited home um, by my friend Jess and her family for Thanksgiving. And um, we both transferred to the same school uh, afterwards. So I ended up going home with, with her and her family every every Thanksgiving and, and uh, even like a couple Easter's as well. So uh, that was, they, they were, I mean, lovely people. And I consider them my second family. Even if you don't uh, go home with a family as well, there's always plenty of stuff to do in, in the holiday periods, which is what we'll get into now, uh, things to, to do and see while you're over there. So as we mentioned, the, the main breaks uh, that you'll have in college is uh, the summer break, obviously, is the big one, so three months. There's spring break, which is a, a week off in March. There's the Christmas break. Uh, which is, depending on your school, maybe three, sort of four weeks. And then there's Thanksgiving break, which can sometimes be up to a, a week, but usually over a weekend. Um, now, one of the ones I wanted to talk about and, and something that I think everyone, all, all college, international college students should do is is get involved in, in spring break. Uh, so spring break is a week-long holiday in March, basically where uh, college students will go to a particular destination, whether it be Cancun in, in Mexico or Panama City Beach in Florida, South Padre Island in Texas. Uh, Myrtle, and it's, Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Myrtle Beach in South Carolina. So it's sort of a week-long um, week long event for, for college students. And I actually went on, uh, I went to spring break in my, my freshman year. And I'll, I'll never forget the, the week. It was, it was unbelievable. But I'll tell you a little bit about the story because it's a pretty funny story. But basically a few guys on the, on the team and myself decided pretty much two days before the event started happening that, that we were going to go to, to Florida. Uh, now, Florida is about a 20, sort of 22-hour drive from where we were in Iowa. Um, so we decided two days before that, yep, we were going to do, do it. So that, that was eight of us, one, one American guy, the rest of us were internationals. The day before we left, we rented a big blue van. Uh, and then on the Friday, we went to class in the morning and then left in the afternoon in our big blue van eight of us packed into a a seven-seater van for 20 hours Um, we didn't book any accommodation so we had nothing booked in florida Um, it was a a long trip and by the end of it the car was you know had eight sweaty dudes in there that hadn't showered for for a pretty long time but 
um, we ended up arriving in, in Florida, as I said, with no accommodation booked. And pretty much the first place we went to, which was right on the beach, um, basically said, yep, we've, we've got a room for you guys. That room ended up being a room that could fit four people. We had eight of us. Um, so I think we paid like $20 a night each to, to stay there. We, we made it work. Um, but it, it was an unbelievable week. So many people. Uh, the weather was perfect. We were right on the beach. Uh, and you know, obviously, a bunch of a bunch of international dudes. It was uh, a really good time. So uh, that's that's a week I'll never forget. And spring break is definitely something that that I encourage everyone over there to at least at least do once because uh, it's it, it's unreal. Maybe uh, don't do it exactly how Jacob did it. Maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe a bit, plan a bit, bit more organised and plan things a bit better. Yeah, you, you can definitely plan things a little bit better. But look, the experience uh, and the experience in general uh, of this whole sort of journey is is unbelievable and these stories are, are things that I'll never forget and I know there are, are athletes and student athletes over in the states right now that that NSR has sent over that are creating their own life experiences and creating their own stories and it's something that you'll you'll hold with you forever now Harrison you've got a bit of a story as well so over the sort of the Christmas New Year's break you you went to New York so if you want to share your your experience? Well, yeah, New York was one of the places I went to on, on that. It was the, sort of my final step on the, the trip I made that uh, that Christmas break. So the, the Christmas break, my, my senior year, um, so my last year of college, one of my best friends flew over from Australia and we met in, in L.A., and we, we uh, he bought a car and, and we, we ended up driving that, that bad boy across the country. Well, so we thought the, the car actually broke down, so we had to fly the rest of the way and catch buses. But um, we still managed to drive from, from L.A. We went to, to Arizona, went to, um, uh, went to Texas, up to back up to Iowa to show them around my college. And then uh, we went to Chicago and then flew to, to New York. Um, so yeah, I mean, one of the big things is, is, I mean, I know a lot of kids want to come home for Christmas and which is understandable, but I mean, if, if you, if you do end up staying over, I recommend getting out and, and traveling because, um, especially if you can get to New York, uh, for around the, the festive period, it's, it's, it's something pretty special. Um, like we, we, my, my friend and I, Jacob and I were different Jacob, not this one. Not me. <laughs> um, my, uh, we, we went to New York and, and, uh, it just turned out that we were going to be there for New Year's and, um, yeah, it, it was a pretty amazing experience. I mean, the, to see the the amount of people packed into onto Manhattan Island, and we, we were in Times Square to watch the the new the, the ball drop for New Year's uh, New Year's Eve and it was New Year's um, Day. Uh, it was it was pretty it was, it was amazing. I've never seen so many people in one spot, and yeah. the streets were just crowded. They closed off a whole like district of town. Like the fireworks went off. It was they had performances from like like I can't remember who, who was singing, but um, it, it was just an amazing experience. And I think. Um, the, the best part about going to the US is, is there's so many different parts, like different cultures, like cultures within one country. So you can go, um, I mean, in the Midwest, it's a bit smaller, a bit more sort of homely and everything like that. But you can go to the big hustle and bustle in the city in New York. You can go down to the south. You can go to the beaches, go go all over the place. So I think the biggest thing is you, you will have a lot of breaks and a lot of time off in college. And I think the, the best thing for you to do, no matter sort of, if, if it, whether it be a week or whether it be five days, just get out and travel and see see what you, like everything you can from uh, New York to what Jacob did to Panama City or... or, or um, um, I mean, do what I did and drive across the country. <laughs> if, you, if you get the chance, it's, yeah. it's it's awesome. Yeah, definitely don't sit in your room or or do nothing. You know, you've you've got four years and it'll be over before you know it. I think I blinked twice, or maybe three times, and I was already back in Australia. So, uh, and there are a lot of a lot of things that I wish I had have done while I was over there. And um, yeah, make sure you you go and see and, and do things because it'll uh, it'll be over before you know it. 
Now, the 4th of July is is obviously another big American holiday. That's throughout the, the summer period. Um, so if you're in, you're in college, you'll, you'll have that time off anyway, whether or not you come home during your, you know, that three-month period or you stay and do summer classes or you stay and travel. Uh, in my first and second year, I, I come home and worked and saved up and then went back. And, you know, my third year, I sort of realized how quickly my time was coming to an end and how quick my four years was going. So I stayed for uh, my third and fourth summer and uh, it was unbelievable. I wish I had stayed for the first two as well. But the 4th of July... Uh, obviously, the the American people are a, a patriotic bunch, and and uh, the fourth is a, a pretty ridiculous sort of day and night, or even a, a ridiculous week. Uh, so, in my third year, I uh, went to uh, the family I stayed with over Christmas and Easter. I went to to Lake Okaboji, um, which is in Iowa, which and it's a massive Fourth of July uh, destination. Any sort of lake in the Midwest area or a big lake, like there'll be a a large amount of people at that particular destination. And look, it was an unbelievable day and, and something that I have never really seen before. There must have been a billion a billion boats out on this lake and hundreds of them were, were tied together in like bays and you could walk from boat to boat and just meet people. You can swim from boat to boat. Uh, it was really, really crazy. It was perfect weather, uh, perfect day. And at the end of the night, we ended up sitting on uh, my American mate's roof and just watching the fireworks and uh, they weren't sort of normal fireworks that you'd see here in Australia they were American 4th of July crazy fireworks and I think it went on for probably half an hour to, to 45 minutes of just non-stop fireworks but um, if you go you know over the 4th of July if you're going to a a lake or a beach or or something like that like it'll be packed with people and it's it's an unbelievable day an unbelievable holiday in the United States, so you need to definitely make friends with with Americans while you're over there, which I'm sure you all will, uh, and really sort of get into the Fourth of July with with all the Americans. But Harrison, you've got a Fourth of July story as well. Yeah, well, I've got I've got a couple. So I mean, this one um, this this one actually involves Matt Wade, our, our director of prospect management. Um, back then, he was known as Coach Wade. Um, <laughs> so Matt, uh, I actually uh, Matt offered to, to help me out over one summer, and while I was playing with a PDL team called the Des Moines Metis. Um, and it was Fourth of July weekend. We had a bit of a week. We had the weekend off, and um, we decided to drive down to Texas, where Matt's from. And uh, like the, the cool thing about the different states is there's, there's different sort of rules around sort of certain things. But uh, in Texas, you're able to, to buy your own fireworks. So um, I know Jacob said that at Lake Okaboji they had the, the sort of the town put on a show where we went to, down to Texas and, and we, we picked up some of our own fireworks. And had everything's own, bigger in Texas. <laughs> everything's bigger in Texas, and we had our own uh, own fireworks show um, in. In, in the backyard it was, was pretty cool um, we're all very safe don't worry that's that's one thing you need to be careful of but uh, you, you make sure you take take care when, when sort of doing that sort of stuff but um, yeah it, it, was, it was an awesome experience because it's something that you don't really get here in Australia I mean they get around it like although Australia Day is big I mean I think for, for the fourth for, for the US and, and, and the Americans themselves I mean fourth of July is, is, is huge like um, it's it's something like I, I never experienced um, but before, uh, and I'm, I'm glad I stayed over pretty much every uh, every summer bar one uh, and got to experience it. I mean, so it's basically three times. It was it was it was awesome. Yeah. Um, I also uh, another another New York trip. I went over the, 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 a lot of time for, for you athletes. There'll be like they'll hold like tournaments or, or, or anything like that over the weekends in cool cities. So look into stuff like that. Like we went over um, a couple a couple friends and I uh, traveled to New York for a futsal tournament. So an indoor 
soccer tournament. And so the, the tournament got done before the 4th of July. Then we, we took a trip to New York City um, from from where we were in Albany, New York, which is about a couple, which is a couple of hours away. And, and uh, yeah, spent spent the day uh, 4th of July in, in, in New York City and, and watched the firework display at night. And then uh, we, we drove back for like 17 hours the, the day after. So it was a, a long day in the car, but it was it was well worth it. Yep, definitely. And if if you're in the United States right now and you're listening to this, uh, or indeed when when you do head over to the United States, uh, take as many photos as you can of everything you're doing and, and send them through to us as well because we'd love to to put them on our Facebook page and, and share your experiences with with the rest of Australia and, and New Zealand, obviously. So uh, take photos not just for us but for yourself as well because they're they're things that you'll you'll keep forever. I've got a massive pile of, of photos in my room. Uh, you know, of my four years in the United States. So those are a, a few things that you can do during the, the bigger breaks, the bigger holiday periods uh, throughout the year. And we obviously shared some of our experiences and what we did. Uh, obviously, you may do uh, something very different, but the, the, the key message here is, is make sure you're doing something. Make sure you get out and, and see different parts of the country, travel, uh, meet new people, because... Um, you know, it's it's an unbelievable opportunity that you have. Uh, so don't definitely don't let it go to waste. But now throughout the year, there are obviously a lot of different things that you can do as well. Not necessarily during the holiday periods, but um, just at any point in time throughout the year. Now, uh, Harrison, what do you think? I guess that is something that that everyone should do while they're over there. Yeah, well, I think whether you're an athlete or not, if if you're in college in the US, one thing you need to get to. Is a professional like a professional sports game over there, um, whether it be the MLS, the NHL, uh, Major League Baseball, the NBA, or the NFL. Um, it's they, they just get a, like they're sport mad over there. It's, it's no matter what sport it is, they'll they'll pack out stadiums and, and they'll get a huge, the atmosphere is always amazing. Like so, I was I was lucky enough to get to a few pro sports games. Um, so I went to the, the MLS, went to, to Sporting Kansas City. Uh, I went to, to Major League Baseball to, to watch the Cubs at Wrigley Field. Uh, unfortunately, I didn't get to see them when the, the season they won the World Series, which was, was last year. But uh, <laughs> it was it was still a, a pretty surreal experience, considering uh, I mean Wrigley Field itself is just an amazing and historic uh, sort of um, stadium. So, mm-hmm. um, and I, I, I was. Unfortunate that uh, a lot of time my season clashed with with the NFL season, so I wasn't able to get to any uh, Chicago Bears game or anything like that. But um, if, if you do get the chance, I, I definitely recommend jumping on like, like NFL, NBA, everything you can because it, it's it's awesome. Yeah, and I remember obviously I went to the the MLS game with you at Kansas City, and um, they have a big sort of complex. The the stadium I remember is right next to a a massive NASCAR track and that stadium was was ridiculous i reckon it would fit a, probably a million people uh, around the track and and the stadium that we we went to for sporting kc uh, in the mls it was actually a, pretty much a brand new stadium at that point in time and um the facilities like it was unbelievable and it was actually a brand new a brand new team but they still packed the the stadium out uh, incredibly so and they, and they made the whole like a whole sort of experience of it all it wasn't just the stadium there's like a whole little um, area at the front they had like um, burger joints and having food trucks and everything yeah. going off like it was, a, it was a sort of full-on experience it wasn't just about the game it was about everything much like they have here but on a, on a bigger scale yeah and I in my time over there I did get the chance to go to an NFL game I went to the Minnesota Vikings uh, game I don't know if you've heard of of the Vikings but when I was over there they were pretty poor so I think they got pumped I can't really remember (laughs) by how much but they didn't do too well but uh, just going there and being involved in it like 
it, it was unreal. The atmosphere was, was like something I've never experienced before. Uh, it was, was snowing outside, but they had the roof closed, so it was, was sort of warmer warmer inside. Um, but, yeah, get to a, a pro sporting event for sure. That's, that's uh, one of the things you need to do while you're over there, as Harrison said, whether it be the NBA, MLB, uh, MLS, uh, what else? Or even the minor leagues. NFL, like, yeah. yeah. Even the minor leagues, like in, in Cedar Rapids, where I'm, where I'm, where I went to school, um, it, it basically it was um, they had two minor league teams, one for baseball, one for for hockey, and it was even those those sports get a couple thousand people to their games. It's pretty, it's pretty awesome. Now, one of the things I suggest everyone sort of go and see or go and do is is try and get out to a college game, whether it be a basketball game. Uh, or a or a college football game like one of the big sort of NCAA Division One schools, um, you know, w- with massive stadiums. They they pack out those stadiums every single week. Now, I think actually I was reading this the other day. Out of the the ten biggest stadiums in the world, five or six of those are, are college stadiums. Uh, the second biggest stadium in the world is belongs to the University of Michigan and has like a hundred and five hundred and six thousand sort of seater capacity. Uh, which is really ridiculous, and they pack that thing out every single week. Uh, I, I was lucky enough to go to a few Iowa State uh, football games. Boo! <laughs> uh, Harrison goes for uh, the University of Iowa, but Iowa State, their stadium is about sort of 25,000-seater, uh, I think, and um, they, they pack that out. The student section was was wild, um, but the the I guess the coolest thing for me going to to one of these college football games was not was not what was happening inside the stadium but what was happening outside the stadium so uh, they'll have they'll do what's called tailgating uh, and basically what that is there'll be you know 20 25,000 people inside the stadium or however big the stadium is and then there'll be 150 people 150,000 people outside the stadium you know with tents set up with big camper camper vans set up their TV set up uh, and literally from from 10 a.m. all the way through till 10 p.m., the game could be at any time during the day. But people are, are camped outside with their TVs. Um, it's one one massive party basically, and it's it's so cool. And they do that for every single every single home game. And I was lucky enough to go to to a few tailgates and, and sort of meet a lot of different people. And uh, people are playing uh, playing games outside the stadium. There's uh, you can purchase you know there's shops outside the stadium. You can purchase uh, supporter gear. Um, but yeah, like it's not inside the stadium. It's obviously awesome going to watch the games, but outside the stadium, there's a lot of a lot of things happening as well. And and that's the same with college basketball. Like uh, I went to a few Iowa State basketball games, and their stadium, um, the the Hilton Coliseum. If you watch basketball, you probably know about it. It's the noisiest place in college basketball, pretty much. Um, but the students line up a day before. You know, a day before the the game, just to get tickets because students get in for free, but there's only a certain amount of tickets that they can give away. Uh, so some of my friends they would line up uh, a day before and camp overnight just to get in to the student section, um, you know, for the game the following day. So it's it's pretty intense. Um, and universities with large student populations, I guess, are the ones that that usually pack out the the stadiums. But definitely try and get to one of the big sort of NCAA Division One one games for basketball or uh or or college football because it's something like you've never never seen before i can guarantee you that uh, even at our smaller school at iowa central a small junior college um we would pack our uh the basketball stadium out 
pretty much every single week as well. And even that place was electric and there was probably only a few hundred people uh, in there, maybe a thousand max. Uh, and that was that was pretty hectic. But um, even the softball games. <laughs> even the softball games, even the, the women's softball games, we went and uh, obviously we would go support them as well. And that's the thing with college campuses, like uh, when all the, the stadiums and fields are on campus uh, and most of the student body lives on campus. Like if there's a Tuesday night basketball game or there's a, a Saturday softball game, like everyone's going to go watch. And a lot of the time your coach will make your whole team go watch the softball team. So then the softball team come support you on game day as well. So uh, that's that's really, really cool. And the atmosphere for not just even in these big colleges, but even in smaller colleges, the atmosphere is crazy. But all in all, one of the things you need to do is get to one of the uh, or get to as many as you can of the the big sort of college football games or or basketball games because it uh, it's something that uh, you'll you'll never see here in Australia. I can guarantee you that. And one of the the key reasons behind that is I don't know if uh, I guess college sports the the fans are a little bit more passionate because these people are alumni of that particular college, so they have a personal sort of bond with these particular schools. Um, so the passion of these supporters is is pretty crazy. Whereas if you you know, you support a basketball team, a professional basketball team, like the only reason you support them is maybe because you're from that area. Uh, whereas with these colleges, like you may have gone to that school, lived there for four years, uh, supported that, that team for four years, and now, you know, you, you support them for life. So it's sort of that personal personal bond as well. Like I know myself and Harrison, the two schools we went to, like we're still constantly looking uh, looking up on the internet and finding out how the teams are going, uh, the schools we went to uh, almost weekly. So uh Personal bond is a, is a pretty big thing as well. So we're getting closer to wrapping up this episode. And look, talking about all this kind of stuff makes me a little bit depressed. Like, actually, I want to go back. And I guess it's a bit of a cliche, but you really don't know what you have until until it's gone. And that's certainly the case with you know, my experience in college. Like, uh, I wish I had done more and seen more throughout my four years. I certainly did a lot and, and seen a lot. Um, you know, but I came home my first two summers back to Australia um, and it wasn't until after then I realized just how quickly my time was going and that I I probably should have stayed but uh, in my final two years I decided to, to do more see more I traveled the country a lot more and I guess one of the things that and it's maybe um, a misconception is that America is really expensive and it costs a lot of money and just because the Aussie, Aussie dollar is a little bit low like it's it's going to be too hard but like it, it's actually really really cheap to get around and really cheap to purchase flights and really cheap for fuel. Like everything's so cheap. The cost of living is, is really, really low. Uh, so it isn't as, I guess, costly as you would think to travel and go see different places and do different things. Uh, like, as I said, you can get into, as a student as well, uh, like you have access to a lot of discounts for everything. Like you can get into to college games for free. You can get into, uh, you can get discounts for, for professional, to go watch professional games. But uh, look, I know four years sounds like a, a long time, but I promise you it'll go faster than, than you can imagine. Um, I'm already, me and Harrison are already three years graduated uh, and it, it all feels like, like yesterday to us. So look, my advice is don't sit in your room. Uh, don't come home every single break that you can and don't don't take the opportunity for granted. But you, Harrison, do you just want to touch on each of the major sort of breaks and, and maybe something you can do in, in each break just to wrap things up? Yeah, definitely. I think um, <clears throat> the, the first major break you'll have in your college college time is, is Thanksgiving break 
Uh, I think that one, because it's more of like a family holiday and a food holiday, I'd recommend um, going home with a friend or um, a teammate and because uh, I guarantee their family put on a, a big spread and you'll see probably more food than you've, you'll eat more food than you ever have in your life. Um, that's the best part about it. It's my favorite holiday because I love eating. Um, <laughs> then, uh, I mean, the break of that is, is your Christmas break. So um, rather it, rather than going home, uh, again, you maybe um, go go see a, go home with a friend if they're in a, in a different city, like go, go to, uh, if you're in the Midwest, maybe go to Chicago. If you're in uh, sort of the South, maybe go to Miami or, or, or Dallas or uh, even out to California. Like um, yeah, go, go see a new city, go see something new. You'll have two, two to four weeks off. Uh, you're in another country. Um, there, there, there are ways to get around, and, and you can, there's hostels, there's, there's, there's cheap hotels, you can, there's cheap flights. Get out and see another city. Catch a bus. Um, catch a bus. Like there's a, there's a, the Greyhound bus. They literally operate all over the country, uh, and they, they can pretty much get you anywhere. Um, the next break would be uh, spring break. Um, definitely, I, I was. Um, I didn't take up. A, it wasn't the same as Jacob. I didn't didn't take up the opportunity to go down to one of those major spring break um, break locations, and that's one one thing I regret the most. So I definitely recommend getting involved in the spring break uh, celebrations. Go down to Florida. Go down to say Padre in Texas, uh, Myrtle Beach. Uh, anywhere just to sort of get down, depending, especially if you're up in the north and like in the uh, like where it's a bit colder, get down somewhere sunny and, and, and a bit warmer, uh, and enjoy your time. Um, and then, then for summer break, uh, it's, it's three months. So I mean, I know it's a long way to be away from home, but if 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 you do get the chance, stay, I recommend staying over at least once or twice over the summer. Um, and, and like I worked on campus, saved up a bit of money, did a bit of travel. Um, like it, it, there's all different kinds of things to do. So in the summer, especially with, with the sporting events, because you have three months off, uh, I mean, there's opportunities to, to go see all the sporting events you missed out on during the year. Um, you can go see any sites. Again, travel. Like just go and see something new. Yep, definitely. And over the summer break, obviously, that's that's when the Fourth of July is as well, and you definitely don't want to miss that. No, um, you know, at least at least experience that once. Uh, and if you, you experience it once, you'll want to do it again. So do it in your first year, uh, and then I guarantee you won't want to you won't want to come back for the other other three summers. Mum and Dad might not be too happy about that. But yeah, sorry, parents. Uh, <laughs> sorry, parents. But um, look, it's it's an experience and it's enjoyable, and you learn things. Uh, you grow as an individual. Um, but even, you know, as Harrison just said, like with spring break, if you get to one of the popular destinations, that's awesome. But if not, um, like just travel somewhere else. Like in my final spring break, I, I drove to, to Utah and traveled and, and stayed in Utah for spring break for a week long with, with one of my friends there. And um, Utah's a, an unbelievable sort of destination, one of the most beautiful places I've ever been. But um, look, the, the I guess the, the key or the, the key point from from this particular podcast is to go and do things, go and see things, don't sit in your room. There's there's literally so much to do while you're over there. You're in another part of the world, like even even get up to Canada, go down to Mexico, go down to like South America. Like you like it's it's from 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 the US, it's much easier to see other parts of the world, other continents around that area as well because yep. in Australia we're, we're somewhat isolated in that sense. Yep, definitely. And uh, over over the breaks as we mentioned at the beginning of this podcast, you can you can stay on campus. Uh, it will costs obviously a little bit more outside your sort of first and second semester tuition and, and fees and that. So there'll be an extra cost. Over the summer break, if you take summer classes, there will be um, there will be a, a meal plan that you'll have available, again, depending on your, your school. Um, but yeah, you can certainly stay on campus over the over the breaks as well. Um, but look, I think we'll, we'll wrap it up there. But Harrison, thanks for, for coming in this week and sharing some of your experiences and letting people know that 
there are plenty of things to do in the States. No, I would say thanks for having me, but now I'm, now I'm just reminiscing of my time in college and I want to go back as well. So I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm a bit depressed now as well, but uh, thanks for having me. Yeah, the, the podcast won't be back next week. We're going back to America. <laughs> We're leaving tonight. Uh, but no, thanks, Harrison. All right, thank you everyone for, for listening to this week's episode. I know uh, we sort of just maybe shared our experiences more than more than anything else but that's it's good like learn from other people's experiences like we we've given some advice and and some things that maybe we regret that we didn't do in the states while we we had the chance but uh look while you're over there see as much as you can do as much as you can don't sit in your room uh make friends like enjoy and get involved with american traditions like the fourth of july and spring break um once you like totally immerse yourself into uh, into the college life, uh, I promise you'll you'll love it. Um, I created and Harrison, we've created so many different memories and met so many amazing people in the states. And uh, it was all because we didn't sit in our room. Like we we made friends, we travelled, uh, we we wanted to do things. I understand not everyone's like that, but you just got to step outside your comfort zone and step outside your shell and um, and and do your best to to see as much as possible while you have. Well, you have the chance because it's it's not something that that everybody gets gets the chance to do um less than i think less than one percent of australian and new zealand student athletes actually or students student athletes actually actually take a pathway like this so you're very lucky uh don't take it for granted but uh look we'll be back next week with uh, another episode we'll be speaking with um uh, an nsr family uh so similar to uh last I guess last season where we spoke to to Joe and and Matt Caulfield um, and Scott Caulfield about their experience going through the program, we're speaking with another NSR family, so we can all learn from from their experiences going through the the program. But um, thank you for tuning in, and uh, definitely make sure you you tune in next week. Thanks, guys. Oh.